0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to down in front. This week we're talking about
1: I'm in space. I'm in in space space. I mean really, how do you not go immediately there to that?
0: My name is always Chief Christie and I'm sitting here next to Brian Space Greetings. Michael Darkman Scott. Hi and Trey the Mitsuchstone. We come in peace. So we wanted to talk a little bit about... We landed uh, a probe
2: on Mars, did you guys know that? We
0: love space stuff here, and uh, we, I, I think we were all watching the Curiosity thing land live,
2: yeah, right? Didn't yeah, we all watch that I, li- one way or another? And some, well, I did. I was, I was I, online, but I had like eight yeah. different windows open, you know, with the feed and the Twitter and all that stuff. You happened. were the Ed Harris of the, of the
0: Mars landing. Yeah, I, was, I
2: had my eye on it just to make sure everything went Switched okay. Switch to
0: Griffith. Yes. Now, Brian, you actually went to a special fancy party, right? I did, yes. Did you, well, I went did to... you get to party and, and get crunk with uh, Bill Nye?
1: Uh, Well, that was actually a different party. Uh, Every day he's shuffling, (laughs) shuffling. Uh, Yes, I did go to a party that Bill Nye was at. Uh, My friends uh, who were throwing the party hung out with Bill Nye because they do that um, because they're cool. Uh, But then there was also a – that was the day before. That was Saturday and then Sunday was – there's this thing in Los Angeles that if any of our L.A. listeners, I highly recommend checking them out. It's this thing called Mindshare and they basically throw uh, cool – parties for smart people and talk about fun sciencey geeky stuff. And so um Mindshare this this group called Mindshare threw a uh, landing party at the Downtown Independent, which is a movie theater downtown. Um and they had a couple of, a couple guys from JPL and they showed a bunch of videos and had a bunch of Q&As and then they showed the actual like the big moments, the live feed from JPL on the big movie theater screen. Uh, as it happens in a theater full of people was the was energy very awesome. very high it was fantastic it was very cool um at some point i after- imagine it must be like if you cared about sports and went to some sort of sporting events that sort of thing but, <laughs> but <laughs> your human sports but, but for something that actually was cool oh come on
2: now. oh really no but seriously <laughs> no, why sports it, it, no he, <laughs> he didn't mean something cool he meant something that mattered is what yeah, he meant. thank now. you thank you <laughs> Wow, look at these guys over here. Shit. <laughs> for, for those of
3: you who are into that kind of thing, there was also Olympics yeah. at the time.
2: Apparently that happened this yeah.
3: week.
0: I, I missed it. Yeah, I wasn't big on the Olympics myself. But fine. Mars, that's cool. Yeah.
4: Brian so we Mars. now have a... Uh,
1: huh? Yes, yeah, so I want to live on Mars. I want to retire on Mars. Uh, much like Mr. Elon Musk. Uh, we now have a nuclear-powered car the size of a Mini Cooper wandering around. I actually don't think it's started it really driving yet. Yes, it's the size yeah, of a small car. It's big because
2: we've seen it. <laughs> right yes. i've seen it and i still can't
1: find that goddamn picture pictures dude. i did take a picture of the because trey had a fan that said hey i happen to work at jpl you want to come have a tour and hang out and you want to <laughs> talk about fandom <laughs> yeah. that's that's an awesome you side of fandom. if you out. if you are a fan and you have an awesome job and you want to like make friends with the people that Are your friends in your head? Offer
2: them something they can't have otherwise. Yes,
1: exactly. (laughs) Offer them a tour of a world-class space construction facility and research facility. Anyway, so that was what, 2009 we went and ended that tour? Yeah. Uh, So it was still under construction at JPL at the time, and we saw it on the clean room as it was being built and I got a picture and for the life of me I cannot find that picture. Did you, did you wave? Picture.
0: Did it wave back? Did it shoot you with its laser? <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: it did a little Wally thing at us. Yeah, yeah it was adorable. It's, cool. it's, curiosity. It's, it's, uh, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. At the time it was weird and it's become even more weird now that, uh, that idea that, you know, I used to be it, the, the, the clean room. They have, a, of course, an observation set up at JPL because, of course, people do like to see the clean room. And uh, and there it was sitting there, and guys in the the white outfits with the you know the the masks on and everything were, were working on it. Um, and just it, I wasn't able to really get my head around that's going to Mars. Yeah, you know, and now that's on Mars. <laughs> on Mars. <laughs> the thing
1: I saw with my own eyes. <laughs> the thing I was like in the same room with three 50 years ago feet
2: from is yeah. now on another planet. Yeah, I'm- What? (laughs) Yeah, my monkey brain can't process. It's it. It it
1: really is one of those things that is beyond your capability of your monkey brain to process. It's just Mm -hmm. not physically possible for your monkey brain to go. Yes, that thing that this that box right there. That box (laughs) is now on Mars. Oh, okay. Brian is becoming Jeff Goldblum. I don't have a problem. I actually don't have a problem with
3: that. It's the root that that astonishes me. The, the the path
2: from Earth just, to Mars, uh, yeah. Just
3: <laughs> and just not even the specific one because I don't really know the specifics, but I like I know enough to be dangerous to my own sanity in the in the <laughs> just sense enough that, to fuck you up. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, you know, it's not like it's not like flying to New York or something where you're <laughs> like New York is there. It's going to continue to be there. It's like okay, the, the, like they have to do all this map for people who aren't like really into it. Um oh, okay. we know? they they have to do all this math where it's like, okay, so it's gonna take about two years. So Mars is gonna be there <laughs> yeah. two years from now. Two years yeah. from now. We have to shoot it that other way <laughs> yeah. because Saturn's gonna be there or whatever not Saturn, yeah. but you know, because something else is gonna be there that'll also, get it. We're there. gonna be here. We're not gonna
2: be where we are yeah. then. We're gonna yeah. be there. Yeah. But then they'll be there. So we should do yeah. it then. That plus the getting a
0: picture from the other satellite yeah. blows my yeah, mind from uh, MRO. Yeah, but just the fact that they
3: they're they're calculating you know the the gravitational pull of everything
1: to get it because it's not a straight shot. You know, it's like curving. Yeah, it's not space. like pointed at Mars yeah, do exactly. It it's actually a the it's a thing a a three body problem quote unquote yeah. in in physics is a tremendously difficult thing to to compute yeah and obviously it's it's not really a three body problem in the sense that we were able to solve it a three body problem is essentially an unsolvable phys, uh, physics problem, so it's not that, but you are still talking about uh eh uh, uh, ah yeah well i was uh, just
2: i was just reading about uh i have a book about the history of the the Pioneer program the Voyager program the Pioneer program and and that they they call it's called the Grand Tour what they did yeah someone calculated like okay if we can get these things off the ground at a certain time we can slingshot to Mars and then to saturn and then to jupiter and then to neptune yeah <laughs> and then just keep
4: fucking going we got
2: we got but we you know the the window for that was a very 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 specific one yeah and they 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 rushed the thing you know they they okay if we can have it ready you know we can do it and then if we, do, we we have like two windows where one could go this way but then we could also one could do half of that but then we send it the other direction and it can make it to pluto or or, or whatever you know and then, I just, I can't even begin how, how you even begin to do that, <laughs> you know, but all they, they, and we're st- they did right, it. Step one. They did it and they did it 30 um, years ago. They did that. Yeah. So it's mind boggling.
1: And then we're still talking when we did that tour, the the, yeah. the thing that blows my mind about JPL that is, is insane is, well, first of all, the coolest thing about JPL is, uh, so, okay, imagine mission control from Apollo 13 or whatever, the big room where all the mission controllers sit and they talk to the spacecraft. The mission control at Johnson Space Center or in Moscow or wherever can only really talk to things that are in orbit. The space station, the space shuttle, that's it. That's as sh- strong as they are, their communication abilities allow. To talk to something beyond the orbit of the moon, you have to utilize something called the Deep Space Network, which is just a series of telescopes all around the world powerful enough to talk to human man-made objects beyond the orbit of the moon. All of these various telescopes are tied together into this thing called the Deep Space Network and channel all of that information into one, essentially one spot on Earth. The Mission Control Room at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena, California. If you want
2: to talk to... It's called like the Deep Space Tracking Room or something like that. Yeah, if you want to
1: talk to a man-made object that is farther from Earth than the moon, you have to be in this single room on the planet Earth to do so, essentially. And we're like, like neighbors. What? Yeah. And, and, and i mean that's, and they've
2: been doing it continuously they've been doing as long it as we put things outside of the, the orbit of the moon
1: since essentially they 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 turned on the lights at jpl they have been doing this and the, the very cool thing about jpl is they have uh this basically one continuous data stream that stretches back all the way to when they turned on the lights uh for 40 years 45 years whatever it is and is one continuous data stream and it's like okay here's this little chunk is when we were talking to Voyager, and this little chunk here is then we turned it and started talking to uh, Pioneer, and then here's where we're talking to Viking. And you can there's literally a 45-year-long stream of data of us talking to crap that we <laughs> sent out there. And you know right now, right at the end, is Curiosity and MRO and, and uh, Global
2: Surveyor. And that, to me, blows my mind. Yeah, there was a, this this little there's this video screen when we went there, and the place was empty. There was like one guy there, and our, the guy that gave us the tour was he was just one of the technicians. Um, but as he said, well, you know, nothing's so much is going on. You know, it's like it's like Pioneer is still going, and and Voyager is still going, and you know, but and they have this there was this video chart on the wall with this sort of it looked like some kind of weird Salvador Dali alarm clock kind of a thing where these sort of bar graphs were sort of scrolling across the screen, and what it's what it was showing you was the window. As the Earth rotated, when we were pointing toward whatever various satellite, yeah. and it was time to to tune into it. So so it's like okay, in, in two and a half hours, we're going to be facing toward Pioneer, and we'll check the Pioneer signal again as long as we're in that window. Um, and you know, then so but the job consists of listening to the Pioneer go, still here, <laughs>
0: hey, still here, hey, still well, here.
2: Here I am. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah for, for four hours until the earth rotates away from it. And then, you know, and that's it. So so there wasn't, you know, the, the, this huge room that looks like every mission control you've ever seen um, with nobody in it because there's no missions to control. Yeah. It's everything's autonomous and it's you're just there going, you know, I mean, I mean the, the next time it's going to get Beep. exciting after Curiosity landed is the day, the day the window comes around and like, uh, I didn't hear Pioneer this morning. <laughs> FYI, uh, yeah. I didn't say anything this morning. So... Oh, well, I guess that's I it. Guess, I think yeah. we're actually done with Pioneer. I think Take you it can off. Barely list.
1: still hear Voyager One, if I remember right. Yeah, but I think Pioneer, no. The pioneers
2: are still broadcasting, but they're they don't they're not running experiments anymore. No, they, no, no. They've yeah. been totally shut down. All they do is send their yeah. not dead. The, the only power they have left at this point is to send, a, send, is send, to send, send
1: a, a, a yeah. I'm still here. Thing.
0: How much longer will will they last longer than we'll be able to hear them? <laughs> mm. Do we have any sense of that?
2: I, I, well, the, bu- they, the book said it's it's really a ma- it's a matter of it's they really are reaching the end where their little their power source is just fading. The nuclear they have a little tiny nuclear cell, yeah. and it's just they are going to run out of power pretty soon. That's why they've shut down all the other experiments. Yeah, um, just to try and keep it alive a, as long as it can. It's
1: not a nuclear reactor. It's essentially nuclear material. Yeah. Uh, that is you know any nuclear material has a half life to it, and it, you know its radioactivity decays over time. Basically, um, it's called an RTG, radiothermal generator. And it's actually the same thing that Curiosity has powering it. But it's just a little lump of radioactive material that, as it decays, gives off a little bit of power over that time. And they use that power to, to fuel it. So it's not nearly as much power as an actual... Vision reaction that we have at you know going on at a power plant, at an actual nuclear power plant. But it's small but,
0: and it lasts a long time. Yeah. But
1: and that's but that's the the upside to it is it you get it a small steady amount of power for a really long time.
2: Yeah, actually, I guess the, just recently the news with uh, I guess it was Pioneer, um, if not Voyager, uh, was was that it has. Voyagers go gone the far. Actually, well, Pioneer pioneers are passing Voyager in terms of the distance. No, they've Voyagers traveled. have passed Pioneer. Pioneer went out first, but Voyagers That's right. were going faster. That's true. So the Voyagers, so the Voyagers either are or are about to pass the, in terms of the, the the farthest man-made object, which so that means the 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 Voy the pioneers are um, the Voyagers. One or the other has, has, has reached what we now define as the end of the solar system, and yeah. is lit- and is in, for the first time, the first man-made object to actually enter what is called deep space. Interstellar space yeah, interstellar yeah. space. It is no longer in our solar system the way we define our solar system. Um, what? So, so that happened. <laughs> We did that, <laughs> yeah. I actually,
3: and, I actually saw there was a photo meme that I saw probably on Facebook or something. That was a picture of Voyager. That was like, oh, you went three hundred fifty miles. That's neat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> or three hundred fifty million miles. Three hundred fifty million miles.
2: That was my favorite. Uh, that was one of my favorite uh, memes that uh, popped up after after Curiosity landed was because he, you know. Twitter was either the Olympics or Curiosity for that, you know, that, for week, that like, pretty three much. Days, yeah. uh, and someone said, uh, and the gold goes to NASA for the 580 billion meter <laughs> or whatever, but it was the actual, it was the correct number. That was what made it so, so popular with the yeah. words. So the, uh, the other, And it's good.
1: Uh, the, no! other, the other crazy thing
2: is okay, so we launched
1: uh, Voyager and Pioneers in the, in the 60s and 70s, and they are, you know, just now at the point of, they're, well, they're well past Pluto, the orbit of Pluto. Uh, but they're just kind of now at the solar barrier, the solar demarcation point. We launched the New Horizons probe, which is specifically de- dedicated to going to Pluto and the um, Kuiper Belt and the Oort Cloud out there. But, you know, it's called New Horizons Express in terms of it's going straight to Pluto <laughs> as fast as it can. Awesome. We we'd launched that in 2005. It's over halfway there now. It will actually reach Pluto in 2015 after 10 years. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's a new record, yo. yeah. <laughs> From here to the edge of the solar system to without, Pluto. Without a slingshot? Did
2: it not even slingshot? Uh, a
1: straight shot? I don't know. I think it did. It mm-hmm. must have. But it's it definitely was. It's the fastest, absolutely anything of all time ever. Mm-hmm. And it was even. I actually was able to watch it. And somewhere I have video on my mini DV tapes somewhere mm-hmm. in a box of it lifting off the launch pad. And having seen several launches of various things. Even off the launch pad, it was like, "My God, that fucker's fast!" <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, okay, sure. here it goes. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, uh, it's 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 going to get there. Yeah. yeah, good start, but fast from square one. Uh, so it's already past Pomona. Shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so it's actually it's another cool, mind-blowing fact. You know, on that same mini DV tape, wherever the hell it is, I have the footage of that rocket launch. And some of the first footage of my nephew, who was a no- newborn at the time, who was, had just been born.
0: The rocket was faster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he was just working on crawling. Uh, so it exists on that same same tape, and he will be 10 years old by the time that probe, that launched at about the time he was born, reaches its destination.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, and we we went to the... Uh, at one point, we went to the Advar-Hazi Center, the, the big Smithsonian hangar space next to Dulles, the thing that was... Uh, that they go to in Transformers Two, it's Two, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't know. You're and you're better off. We but, need,
3: <laughs> we need to do Transformers Three, by the way. We do. I finally yeah. saw it, so we got to get this uh, oh, done. God. Anyway, oh, they they have a they have a. You're mo- exempt, though. They, they was, have a mockup have of
1: uh of the New Horizons probe in there, and so I was able when we went there a couple years ago. I was able to like look, Sammy, my nephew. This probe launched about the same time that you uh, were born, and for your entire life up to this point, for the entire time you have been alive. It has been flying it's through racing space. racing towards it's Pluto. It's racing towards its destination. For the entirety of your existence, <laughs> this probe has just been doing its one thing. What? My <laughs> printer doesn't even print. <laughs> it's called a printer. <laughs> and it doesn't
0: do that. It has one job, and it's in the name.
2: <laughs> I dare it to do it in space. <laughs> and I've had it for years, and it is nowhere closer to Pluto than it was the day I got it. What up? Anyway. I think that's I think that's easily e- that's 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 definitely one of the reasons why you know space funding is so hard to get the government to approve because you go, so so what's this one about? Okay. We're gonna build this probe and we're gonna launch it to Pluto. Okay, then what? Well It'll get there. After ten years. Wait, wait, okay. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. Hold on. I'm not even gonna be a senator after ten years. <laughs> so I could care less what happens yeah. ten years from now. I got people right now that want new irrigation systems on their farm. So thank you, thank you for coming in. We have the we have the file. You know, it's the fact that we've we have your number. Thank you. Bye. The the fact that we can, you know, at least some group of us can pull it together long enough to even think about if we can spend the next fifteen years. You know, we we could get a thing to Pluto. So we just did John Carter, right? (laughs) And we talked about how
1: John Carter cost two hundred fifty million (laughs) dollars.
2: Yeah. They could practically
3: have shot it on Mars for yeah. one thing.
1: NASA, NASA's budget is one half of 1% of the federal budget. That means out of every dollar you give to the federal government through taxes... Half a penny. One half of a penny is spent on sending spaceships into fucking space. <laughs> and on half of a penny per person, we have managed to send a car to Mars <laughs> and a, 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 a probe to Pluto inside of a decade in 10 years.
3: Give him the whole penny. That's all I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. Give him a fucking penny, give guys. Give him a whole yeah.
1: penny. Are you not entertained? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's. Could you imagine what we could do if you, if you doubled that to the exorbitant expense of one penny? And can you imagine if we had basically, well, this might not work at all.
0: In fact, I'm sure it wouldn't. But if you had elective taxes. You can also throw extra tax money. Well, those Just are called en- donations. Well, you, yeah, you, you, and you specifically can't... to NASA. I would like to spend of my dollar.
2: I'd like to spend a dollar oh five and send the other five to NASA too. And you yeah, can actually—they the only let you if you'd like to add to the presidential campaign fund. That's the one thing I don't want to add <laughs> <any> money to. <laughs> you can actually
1: donate "quote unquote" money to the federal government. You can pay more. Uh the problem is you can basically make a donation to the treasury department. The problem is you can't specify where that money gets spent. So he's like, "Okay, treasury department, I owe you, you know, $10 in taxes, but I'm going to give you $15." It would be awesome if you could say the guy's okay, like, give, cool, five, five bucks, bucks for to me. Afghanistan. Yeah. yeah, five bucks straight to Afghanistan, really five bucks more in oil subsidies for oil companies that don't need it. Um but that that's the issue. However, you can donate some some somebody on Reddit posted the link of that you could actually somehow uh, donate money to, like straight to NASA Center or something. I think buy Center, so you could donate. Just buy money. a
2: Tesla and use PayPal, or just <laughs> go there and visit the gift shop. Yeah, <laughs> at least
1: you get they get something. Yeah, buy a T-shirt for God's sake!s Would
2: it kill you? Come yeah, on. would it kill you to buy a T-shirt? They they send things to other planets. Come on, um, Elon uh, Musk is Iron Man.
1: Elon Musk is, is Iron Man. Elon Musk is a very quiet, reserved kind he of. Is. We uh, went to see him
2: give a talk. A couple we weeks did. Ago. Um He's also not punctual. <laughs> He's also okay, actually okay. that was that was the funny that, that actually was a very funny. There's there's meaning to be drawn from that. I I
1: actually <laughs> you want to tell took story? took a wonderful lesson from that. Uh, uh, so we went to this Q and A so, thing. My friends, uh, my friend Scott, who works at SpaceX, and through that that Mars party I mentioned earlier, uh, had this ticket to a couple of these tickets to go to this Q and A thing with Elon Musk, and he couldn't go, so he said, "Hey, Brian, and you we want should him? and we
2: should back up because I wasn't really clear until we went. You said you want to go see Elon Musk, and I'm like, is that that." New animal they have at the zoo. <laughs> um, Elon Musk is okay. the founder of, well, he was originally the founder of PayPal. He was right? one of the, pa- yeah, I don't think he was the founder of so PayPal. He was one founder. of the PayPal guys. Then, then he sold that off and became a rich guy. Yes. And then has gone on to found, or at least co found, SpaceX. SpaceX, Tesla Motors. Tesla Motors, which is making the electric sports car. Mm-hmm. And one of uh, the. Solar City, solar which is City, just uh, which making is, solar panels. Okay, so he he's at the cutting edge of. Every branch of technology to try and improve our world and our, yes. our technology and our advancement. And he was going to give a talk. Yes. And That's so, Elon Musk. Back to Brian. So my friend gave me the
1: two tickets to go. and I said, Trey, you want to come with me? I said, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we went. And uh, it was supposed to start at like 7 or something. And so we, we were there. And we're, we're waiting. And it's, it's on and on. And the guy comes out. And is like, yes, we're sorry. Elon's not here yet. He's so, like, so, you know, any time now or very soon. And basically, an hour goes by before Elon actually shows up. And people were, you know, at this point, you know, understandably impatient. But the uh, the reasoning he gave, I actually was very comforted by because I do this all the time. <laughs> and if a um, if a multi billionaire inspiration for Iron Man, changing the world, super genius, it can make this mistake, then maybe there's a little hope for me. He had had something else. He had like a film premiere to go to later in the night. Afterwards. And he had put the wrong address into his navigation unit on his car. Hmm. And so he went to the wrong place. And so he showed up. He's like, I'm so sorry. I just put the wrong thing in my in my GPS. And I went to the wrong place. And then I had to come back here. I'm so sorry. And it was like,
2: you're Elon Musk? And that was really stupid. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> See, I took the exact opposite lesson from that. I'm like, okay, here's the guy who probably single-handedly... is is the greatest hope for human advancement of of these amazing new technologies that would completely revolutionize our entire civilization. And he found a way to fuck it up. (laughs) He can't even get a GPS to work properly because it just goes to show, GPS, an amazing piece of technology. If you punch the wrong fucking numbers in, you're going to be late. (laughs) (laughs) The human equation is always the problem. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. So we took two different morals from that same story. But... (laughs)
2: It was a charming. I personally found it hopeful. It was a charming parable about the fallibility <laughs> of human beings,
1: yeah. even the greatest among us. Uh, hey, but anyway, it's even, amazing
0: the things that Brian busses and cancers twenty twelve will yeah. take optimism from. <laughs> oh, Elon Musk is bad at iPhone.
3: Elon Musk is bad at iPhone. I saw Elon Musk and his fly was down.
2: There's hope for me. Yeah. my yeah. fly is down. We yeah. should hang out. Pretty much. Pretty <laughs> well. Much. You are if your fly is down. Well, hey, comedy. I see what you did. Yeah, there. that's right. Well, I hope not. I
1: don't really check. <laughs> oh. I do leave my fly down an awful lot. I believe that. I but that's just for too. the ladies. Yeah, <laughs> ca- you got to give them something. I'm all checking now. I'm like, Wait, <laughs> yeah, I know. I okay? <laughs> okay, we're good. Wait, go flight. <laughs> no, actually, I'm good. All right, Trey. What is
0: your favorite? I'm a person. I I, I, I know things happen. Space related memory. Not like I saw this in a movie. I like the space movie related memory, but like landings or newses or various things.
2: Um, the one I remember, I was. Uh, I don't remember the moon landing, obviously I was around for the moon landing, I, but I believe the moon landing happened in the middle of the night, America time, so I don't think, I, you know, I, don't, I wasn't awake watching television when the actual moon landing occurred. Um, I do remember, and I think I'm pretty sure we told the, I told the story in, uh, in the, when we did commentary on it, I remember very clearly Apollo 13 splashing down. Um, that was a big deal because, of course, we all knew about Apollo 13. Obviously, it was several days of "Are they going to make it back? Aren't they?" and and when the the splashdown was due to happen. Then I was in elementary school. They pulled us all into the all-purpose room, as it was called. You know, the lunch room slash you know group room and, and, and children and, gas streamer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they and they had a TV. There was this tiny little TV up front. You know, and we're all kind of like, kind eh, of see it. And you know, there's Walter Cronkite and all those guys are talking about. Well, and you know, and we hit that point where, well, and and then there's going to point where we're not going to be talking to them. And then afterwards, we're either going to start talking to him again, or not. Here we go. <laughs> and and let's find <laughs> out. <laughs> you know, this. Th- is th- gonna suck. Thanks, Walter. I'm twelve. Uh, <laughs> this is this is some sobering stuff that I'm having <laughs> to sit here. Here we go for school. Um, and uh, and then you know, it, 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 it on my TV and my memory, it played out exactly the way it does in the movie, where everyone just kind of sits and kind of goes, Yeah, so family's good. Everything's good. Yeah. Okay. So, How uh, long has it been? Three. So did Jimmy make Eagle Scout? <laughs> that's good. We should, uh, did you try that Korean place? That's really, we should go. And then suddenly, <laughs> yeah, and That's then, the conversation you had at 11? <laughs> no, that's what Walter Cronkite was talking uh, about. Uh, <laughs> you know, the equivalent thereof. <laughs> you know, that's got to be the worst. That's what an anchor really earns his yeah. money. And then suddenly it was like, boom, zam, televoto lens, three parachutes. Holy fucking shit, they're not dead. Um, you know, and then weirdly, and again, this is just because of the way, you know, your mind works. The parachutes were like, that's you know the story's over. There's the parachutes, but in my in our all-purpose room, we applauded when they splashed down because of course yeah. you know there's like you know three minutes of them just coming down. It's like okay, they're fine, they're alive. But the fact it was when they actually hit the water, they we all went yeah, water. <laughs> Nothing further can go wrong. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, well, it's a good thing everybody in the room was the on the same page. the Kraken come out of the water. I remember that Fuck moment. Fuck you. At the, at the closest, I think in my entire life since then that I've come to to that moment was watching. The guys in Mission Control watched Curiosity Land last week. Yeah, they shot oh, out of their chairs. <laughs> that was just that, that whole, I mean, they, that, if Curiosity was a movie, and in many ways it is, it's sad the, the world we live in now, but they promoted Curiosity brilliantly. The, the whole seven minutes of terror campaign yes. was brilliant. Yeah, NASA I mean, uh, tends
0: to be good at PR, right? No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. No, because they never no. elaborate.
2: They, they're, they're a bunch of engineers. It's just that in, in today's world, everyone has to be good at PR, no matter what you do. Um, so they've become that.
1: They've historically been terrible, terrible at PR, any kind of yeah. messaging, any kind of, and, and it's always any kind of slick busy. any anything. kind of yes, and it's it's always been this like weird like half. Uh, Star Trek kind of this is our human destiny thing half uh these are the economic benefits the GI bill of space yeah. kind of thing which are both very uh they're both very important messages they've just never been coordinated in yeah. any kind of overall uh overall messaging campaign very well the economic one really needs to
3: get pushed not it to does. not to cut off your what you're saying but i saw so many people be like yeah but you know they good, should give it to the homeless yeah exactly it's yeah. like how are you helping people
1: here on earth it's like let me okay <laughs> let's sit down here it sit. comes okay <laughs> yeah. For, yeah the pe- people who make that argument and you want to get in an argument with me <laughs> yeah. this is the, this is the oh, track to take you, you want
2: to know <laughs> you want to know where the biggest button on brian is <laughs> right there here. it is
1: pe- people who make that argument they ha- they must have this model in their head of we build these rockets and we literally stuff them with dollar bills and we launch <laughs> yeah. these dollar bill rockets into the sun. It, it, c- well that it makes no, no they sense. Hear,
3: they hear they hear, you know, it it's two two and a half billion dollars to send to send a car to Mars. Yeah. They don't understand what, how right. that benefits us. Right, right.
2: It but also sounds th- like a lot of money. It because, also sounds like a lot beca- of money. Because they don't equate it to the actual total budget of the United States yeah. or what we spend on other things. On Social Security or the defense or, or DOD or anything Or the else. sugar industry yeah. or yeah. anything like that. But, but
1: no, I or mean, the, the
2: Olympics.
1: Yeah. People who, have, people who have no real conception to kind of make that argument about the space program, their line of logic must be, I can't understand it any further beyond this, is that, oh yes, we spent two and a half billion dollars sending a car to Mars. Like, we didn't actually literally stuff the car full of dollar bills and send it there. <laughs> we paid engineers and scientists and technicians to build things on Earth. And other than the actual raw materials of the metal that the car is made up of, all of those dollars still exist <laughs> on planet Earth. Yeah. It's all still here. Right. It's all because, again, as I've said before, Economics and the economy is just the act of shuffling piles of money between us, and so we shuffle this pile of money to NASA, and they shuffle it back to us, yeah. and we're just going to keep doing. They that. went out.
3: They went out and bought Korean food after <laughs> yes, their night right. of work. Exactly. So, they right. paid their
1: mortgages with that yeah. money. Yeah.
2: And coupled with the coupled with the parallel fact, a lot of people just don't get the concept of science in general, which is like the when you have the luxury, and if you don't, you should work really hard to create the luxury of saying, we're going to do science that doesn't, we don't know how it's going to benefit us. We're going to ask the questions because we don't know the answer to it. And until we get the answer, who knows what the answer's validity will be?
3: Actually, yeah. uh, uh, If that question comes up point people to the demon haunted world because he's got he uh, Carl Sagan has a chapter I mean obviously he's into space and stuff in general but he's got a chapter <laughs> a little bit yeah he's <laughs> got a chapter on um, Maxwell I can't remember his uh, the first name the, but
1: um the equations guy the well, yeah, Maxwell's but, equations yeah
3: but but as part of that like he he, he basically accidentally invented electromagnetism and radio <laughs> like, Yeah. accident just because he thought it was neat he was like how come and just did like the equation yeah. and stuff and accidentally made that stuff because he so had it's the like, ability to yeah. yeah so that's exactly what, it, it, exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. it's like we
1: don't know how this is going to benefit us let's find out let's yeah. go and fi- look and, and find and, out and, yeah and that's the fundamental point of like okay we don't have to know the answer beforehand we're just gonna do this thing and maybe it's something maybe it's nothing yeah but if we do it often enough, we are, are sure to get something that is worth yeah. the time.
2: I've, I've heard. I've heard some people characterize it as as some people have a mindset where they don't understand that uh, the way it was put was that that yes and no are a binary thing. That there is just as much data in yes and no. Uh-huh. Yeah, is, is there life on Mars? No. Well, we wasted money. No, no, we found out there isn't life yeah. on Mars. Yeah. That's information. That's data. That tells us all kinds of things that were only theoretical at this point. It's like, n- Then we go to the next question. Why isn't there life on <laughs> Mars? Now, but now we're looking in the correct direction. Yes. We, we've narrowed the domain
1: a little bit. Uh, is it because life along is along that rare
2: and unusual? Because that would be useful information for us to know. Is it because it used to have a life and it's extinct now? That would be useful
0: information for us to know. And that was something that I felt like they should have really been talking about more when CERN was doing its thing. Where for, for a, There was a few weeks there. Right before they came out and said, we are well within the margin of error, but we can pretty certainly say that the Higgs boson is there. We did it. But for a few weeks there, it looked like they, it was like, no, we're like 99% sure <laughs> now that it's not there. Yeah. And everyone was getting people on my Facebook page and shit, people whining about budgets even though it's not their budget. I don't know, yeah. but they're yeah, it's mad. It's not even American yeah, money. Yeah, um, that's, that's, that's an advanced, incredibly expensive way. way to find out that something doesn't exist. I'm like, we pretty much needed to know one way or the <laughs> yeah. other. The, exp- the None of that money was wasted if the answer is no. Yeah, That's not a thing that finds the Higgs boson for us. That's a thing that tells us if physics is right or if physics is wrong. And we need to know that. That's what they paid for. Either
1: way, it's a purchase. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the the fundamental aspect of you know the experimental method the scientific method that everybody should learn i remember learning it in in grade school maybe just because i was at the very tail end of an educational system that was worth any kind of a damn but uh that's that's the fundamental aspect the essence of the scientific method it's like it doesn't matter if you the important thing is not you getting the answer you expect the important thing is you getting any kind of answer at all that lets you narrow the the field down. Like a, a an experiment that yields something that you didn't expect. If you thought I'm really going to get a yes on this, and it gave you a no, that's, that's fascinating. That's that's equally as valuable, if not more valuable, than going the other way and going, yeah. oh, I, yes, this is exactly what. I Because then you learn something. In fact, yeah.
0: in fact, had they not found the Higgs boson, that would have been really fascinating. That would have been yeah, news. Actually. Well, well yeah. not I mean, only that, some serious news. Not only that, had they not that actually validates the purchase more than the other thing. Yeah. Because if the answer is, we built this really expensive thing to... See- yeah, we were right. Oh, well, that was pretty easy, wasn't it? I mean, it's, there's actually a bigger case to be made for the purchase in terms of, we're going to build an incredibly expensive <laughs> mousetrap to figure out if this thing exists or not.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and it that, doesn't. Still can't seem to find it. And How that, did we build this? And, and that's the other aspect of... <laughs> that's the other aspect of finding things out that I think people don't have internalized as as much as they should. It's like... If when you develop any kind of scientific theory or any theory about anything, you can come up with all sorts of evidence that adds to the yes pile. And you can keep adding yeses to the pile for as long as you want to. And that pile can get as high and as massive as as you can make it. But even one tiny no is enough to invalidate, to, to negate that entire pile of yeses. Well, ultimately, the job... Uh, you, know, you
3: can kind of think of it in the sense of the job of, of any experiment is like, how can I absolutely prove to myself that I am wrong? Yes. Yes. This is the way that that I can prove I'm wrong. And that's the mindset. Yes,
1: that's exactly it. It's falsifiability. And that's the mindset that scientists need to have and really every human being should have or at least be versed in. You need to be able to, when you're trying to figure something out for yourself, you need to be able to attack it from an angle of like, okay, what would make this wrong? How How would I prove this is not the case to myself? If... If somebody was like, okay, do I think there's a God or not? What would it take for me to not believe in God or for me to find that argument's not valid? That's the kind of mindset you need to approach any big question because if it's approaching any question of, okay, here's this thing I want to believe or here's this outcome I would prefer. Let me find as much evidence as I can to support that claim. That don't work, babe. Well, That's not, not, as, not how it as, works. Because you can do.
3: Because you can, like you said, you can go out of your way and you can find stuff yeah. that seems to, yes. seems yeah, seems to correlate to you know what you want to be true. But to to find stuff where it's like, if if this is not true, then this this evidence will exist. Yes, yeah. and to go and find that evidence. Yes. And to to either prove to yourself that evidence does not exist, therefore the thing I want to be true is true, or the thing I think is true is true, or that evidence does exist, so the thing I think is true may not be true. Yeah, it that doesn't necessarily and, 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 automatically invalidate it, but it's like, ooh, that
1: this question just became harder right. because this is here, and, and that's it, falsifiability. If yeah. you if you cannot phrase it in such a way that you can point to a specific thing and say, okay, this makes it not true, or this takes this belief or idea or whatever it is. And would strike it from being a possibility. If you can't come up with that thing, then you don't have a genuine hypothesis. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that's why, not to turn it into this argument, and I'm, I'm really not trying to, but uh, that's, why, that's why you used a God example. But that's one of those things that really isn't falsifiable because yes. they're, they're, by definition, it's like, how do you, how do you, you can't prove God doesn't exist because he could be hiding. You know, yeah. it's like if they by if by that definition, you know, it's like he, he doesn't want to be found. So, you know, it's like that's it's, it's kind of outside of that kind of thing. So the whole idea of, of that sort of thing is, is kind of invalid. But the, another one, and again, it may well have been on any one of your Facebook pages or something that I happen to see this. But uh, along those lines, um, maybe on Phil Plates' page or something like that. But it was one of those little, you know, set up like a little photo meme. And it said it said if we ever find one fossil in the wrong strata. Yeah. That will throw evolution into question. Yeah. Hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. After, you know, millions and millions of fossils found haven't found a one that isn't where it ought to be in yeah. terms yeah. of in terms of the time. So, so that's, you know, that's true. It's like, yeah, evolution is falsifiable. Hasn't been hasn't falsified yet. yet. Yeah. yeah. And the longer, yeah, the longer
1: you go on without finding that falsifiability, the stronger the theory is. But you still have to be able to define it in such a way that there is something that you could point to and go, okay, this piece would make the whole theory false. Yeah. And can if you this, can't define that, then you don't have a theory.
0: I'll take this in a, in a slightly different you don't direction. You have a testable theory. You can have, have a the theory, theory all you want. True. Sure. Okay. This is more of a, you don't have to know anything really about any space stuff or physics or anything to, to think about this. How would you go about cultivating an atmosphere of more i don't mean pro-science as in anti-religion i mean pro-science as in like let's do more mars shit let's do that how do you culture cultivate that in kids how do you get the country to the point where i mean the, the, <laughs> well, the, the space race was actually kind of accidentally perfect for that yeah because it's like fuck those no g- no no we, no, we yeah. got this it's like a drag race or something at that point it's like turn it into a sport exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. How, made, how, it, how, do you, how do you get someone to
2: drive faster? Race them, people understand. Oh, we have to, we have to beat the evil people. Well, yeah. Well, that's you, something that that's just that. just the
0: other day, uh, India came out and said, yeah, we're going to make a pretty solid effort to do a, a Mars thing. Do you and
2: think that'd soon, be too, Like 2013, they yeah. said, which is which, crazy. Which, which even you know, as as anti as non jingoistic as I am, I kind of went, well, fuck that, no <laughs> way. Let's get to move. Hey guys, <laughs> let's, let's do this. this. They say, guys, come on, not we can't let those guys get to Mars. Come on, yeah, we can do this. So how do you,
0: you know. How do you make more people like Brian? You can't stamp Brian out and then put him well, on everyone. Well, you were just telling the story got...
2: the other day about how you, you did that. You ran that experiment in your house, and it seemed to have worked. Oh, I did. Yeah. I'm going to answer your own question. I, I, I hadn't thought of that. No, how did you do it? I, uh, I have a funny
0: little story about this. Uh, and the way I like to tell it starts with the – you know how there are things in your life or that you heard of things in other people's lives where someone just handed John Lennon a guitar one day or that kind of thing, and they had no idea. They just p- sort of planted a seed in – Typically, the stories are accidents, right? Well, I was just perhaps a little bit cynically thinking, can I engineer I'm a little sociopathic like this? perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I grabbed my sister. We were back. I was back at my house and it was the middle of the night and I was drunk and I grabbed her. I took her out into the backyard and I pointed at the moon and I said, ball, not disc. I know you know it's a sphere. Look at it. Sphere. You see how it's a crescent? Think of it as a ball with a light coming from the other side. That's a fucking ball. And she was like, you yeah, know, I've never actually thought about it that way. I'm like, I know, it's fucking awesome. And and then I just started going off and hitting all the, 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 the Neil deGrasse Tyson points, right? And um, over the course of like four hours, then we're talking about wormholes and shit, which was way out of my league, but I lied. And the next, I had never in that conversation said Neil deGrasse Tyson or anything like that. I just literally dragged my sister who previously had expressed absolutely no interest in this kind of thing at all. Her entire bedroom looks like karma records and there's posters from bands that she likes on the walls and she has a guitar and a piano. She's not a space person at all. Two days later, I was just walking past her room and the door was cracked open and I peeked in and she's watching Neil deGrasse Tyson lectures on YouTube. And now, when she was just out here this past week, she wanted to go to the, the party that Brian went to because it was basically her birthday and that was like, the fact that we're landing on Mars was a really huge <coughs> deal to her. She's gone from absolutely no interest to being super spacey. All because I decided one night... Let's see if I can make her like space. (laughs) And it wasn't that
3: hard. It actually wasn't that hard. I actually had the experience that I did to myself where I went outside and looked at the moon and was like, that's a giant ball hovering. But I was overcome by existential horror. (laughs) (laughs) It it was more of a Cthulhu thing. Yeah. (laughs) It was just like, that is a fucking huge ball just hovering above, but not above. It's off to like the side, and it's held in place. And we're all just floating in the dark, like. What and the I just hell? totally, I just totally turned my brain inside out, just just thinking about it.
0: Uh, but but no, I'm glad you did the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you went the other way. No, but I I, I hadn't planned it. But hearing that, I'm just I'm I, it corroborates. That's the most accessible entryway to the wonder of the cosmos for me is. The moon is a ball. If someone's not into it, remind them. And you have to spend a second because obviously you know. It's not not like you think it's a disc, but you have to get right past the sort of pre-programmed... Yeah, it's, it's the moon. It's a sphere. It's, you know, regolith. No. It's a ball. Look at it. It's a ball. And then that's when you start getting either wonder or horror, depending on who you are.
3: <laughs> and it's thousands of miles away, but it looks so
1: big, so yeah. how big is it
3: really? And how and yeah. close is it? And how close <laughs> is it? Oh my god.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, it, mine is mine is very similar, but mine's more mm-hmm. uh, human-connected in the sense that you look up at that thing in the sky and people have been there. Yeah. They yeah. went there and they came back and the really weird thing is I've met some of them. <laughs>
2: yeah. What? The The... Do you can do the percentage the math of all the humans have ever lived this percent went to the moon you know all I d- 12 of them or whatever it is
1: I actually did do the percent I met 25% of the people who have walked on uh, on okay. moon so. which is one you know X percent, whatever percent that yeah. is of all the humans that live yeah. now or have ever lived yeah.
2: so it's a pretty tiny percentage so you're actually yeah the odds that you would have met all of the people or yeah. 25% of the people who've been to the moon are astronomical yeah. pardon the pun <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty that's pretty fantastic Anyway, if we it, could just get, Oh, I've actually I've actually met 100% of the people
1: who have been to the moon twice.
2: Oh. Hey. oh okay, now it's just getting crazy. Okay, that's yeah. that's Humble God, You are
1: some weird kind of hipster.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> What's but up? also in terms of your question. Well, you don't I mean, want to bother with Oh, in with terms bro- of inspiring the masses. You don't want to bother with people. people yeah. yeah. What's he, he dropped the mic. Good. Yeah. He um, drops the mic. He I'm dropped
0: not, the mic on his balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how much you don't give a shit. See that? Honey badger don't give a fuck. Those
2: aren't spheres, those are balls. Those are balls. Well, they're spheres now. they're they're, they're discs now they were bald Um, but it's a matter of
3: you know even the reason that they they called the Mars probe curiosity is that's exactly what you want to inspire curiosity that's what you need to and as people are which is exactly what you did ultimately with with, you know um, reminding your sister that the the moon is a sphere and and all of that it's inspiring curiosity to think about these things and to think about stuff in general I mean um, one thing that is is very interesting with dealing with with little kids is there's a tendency if they ask you a question, you just want to answer it and, and what you should do is say what do you think yeah exactly okay. Wh- or what let's find out. What yeah, go or, find out or, or yeah out. or let's find out and stuff like that and it's really interesting because if you do that, you know you don't get into the thing with toddlers where they're like why, why to everything to every question because if you ask them, well, why do you think they're just like, oh, yeah.
4: uh. uh, <laughs> I can do
2: that. Yeah. My only weakness. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but that's very true. The, the you know, as we've it's been said many times, I think it's very true that, you know, the 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 skill of critical thinking. Yeah. Is is so often neglected. And, and it's it's there's a th- many, many different factors. Um, some people just aren't going to be that good at it. I mean, someone has to. You know, we have to have the stupid people. They'll always be with us. And there, we talk you know, about our monkey brains. That's another yeah, thing they're not really built <laughs> exactly. for. We're not really. Uh, that's we're lucky that that you know we happen to have that ability. But the we, I mean, we are equipped to kind of go. Oh, huh, that's interesting. What if I put? Hmm. Uh, well, okay. Then what if I do that? I mean, that is that is what well, we yeah. we are capable of. That. um but the 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 question of critical thinking and especially because, again political things enter into it and economic things enter into it and and so on it's like school we you know so often depends what school you went to and all the way down to what teacher you had and how they approached what they were trying to do um, but uh you know, the wire showed us the show the wire showed us that no child left behind is like the worst thing that could ever possibly happen because yeah. it's all about teaching you to memorize the answers we want yeah. you to give, yeah, and, and to the exclusion our, of,
1: our educational system was already that yeah, before, it was already bad enough, before and then no child left behind, no child left behind just codified that and made yeah. it the
2: law and uh and as opposed to. Let's just put a bunch of stuff on the table and let's just start stacking it up and let's see. Let's make what an air, air, air filter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, arm now, length. The great. There's a toaster. Many of the, Take it apart. Yeah. Many of the many of the problems inherent are, is like, well, how do you grade on whether the kid played with the blocks properly? You know, it's like it's, it's that's a cool idea. It's hard to do that in in a school context, and yeah. that, there's a, there's an art to to doing that, and you have to do a little bit more because because you know mo- rote memorization of knowledge is also something that school should be about. I sure, mean you don't yeah, want to yeah. come out of the end of school yeah. going, oh, we forgot to make you memorize the alphabet. But your critical <laughs> sk- your <laughs> critical thinking skills are top notch. I mean, you, you have to have both. School is it's about true. both. Yeah. But uh but the the you know this the concept of you know, I think back on my school experiences, I think on specific times in classrooms or specific classes that I had or specific teachers who who were very much geared toward that. About, you know, I mean, that's why that's why so many people don't like science class, but science class was the one that was most geared towards what happens if you put this with that? You know how we're going to... Instead of telling you, why don't we put this with that? And let's put some <laughs> well, goggles never, on first because I yeah. bet some shit's going to go down. Yeah, I never, the know, problem
0: with that before. is you have to
2: be careful and go, okay, well, let's not put... What the, happens
0: when you put chlorine with ammonia? Yeah. yeah,
2: you clear the classroom and you get the rest of the day off. Uh, the... <laughs> The, but that's, you know, that's the thing is to, you know, that, that, that freedom to just go, I don't know, what if I, you know.
0: I had never thought of that as a children's activity, but Brian said something that kind of kept me off on a different direction. That might actually be a cool thing to do with your kids or little kids that you have access to. Whoa. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Tread carefully. Uh, but you can go to, you don't even have to go to Target and buy a new one. Go to Goodwill and just buy a toaster and then just say, all right. I would not encourage anything <laughs> that plugs into the wall. How old no, a no, child no, is. no, no, yeah. no, no, no.
3: It wouldn't be plugged in. It you know be, but i'm but saying they'll find another toaster and be like yeah.
0: oh i remember this, this i was is taking bizarre. i was taking stuff apart that plugged you, you, in you way too early you might have to pick and you, and have, and you, and have, and you might have to pick your thing but yeah.
1: just and say here's a screwdriver let's let's see what's in there well that that's where the rote memorization comes in and you go always unplug the thing before <laughs> yeah, sticking exactly. a fork in it that's always the unplug the thing yeah. before putting a fork in it and so yeah i mean and that's important that's you you, you do need a certain foundation of make them obey you W- uh, without critical thinking enough so they don't kill themselves. <laughs> yeah, and then once you have that foundation established, then you let them take apart whatever it is yeah. they want to take apart. But but lo- that's I mean yeah, our educational system has is and has been for a long time more about stamping out these little factory workers, these little you know nineteenth century. Okay, A B C. Here's the gobbly bit to come out of the other end of the factory floor the world
3: needs ditch diggers
1: too yeah Yeah, but we we don't really need factory workers anymore we do but even even the factory workers that we do need these days are not the factory workers that we needed at the turn of the 19th century or the 1900s so our education system is still like okay for nine months out of the year you're going to learn how to be factory workers and then three months you're going to go help with the far the harvest And our society and our economy (laughs) is not that at all. there are are seven children in America that still applies to yeah. Uh, It's summer vacation. The reason we have summer vacation. Yeah. The reason we have summer vacation is so the kids could go help the family with harvesting the corn <laughs> before winter came. Yeah. we don't need that anymore. And in and fact, we...
2: for years we've known that that a a school year that's that's a, a year round school but has like a month break and yeah. then you know six weeks a month and here a month there two months yeah. on then two weeks off is is generally a, a much better system. Yeah. Well, this all started this, all started. this all
0: started at talking about how you could inspire the world, and the other thing you know we were talking about just inspire curiosity, but the other thing is. That seven minutes of terror video really worked. Totally. Yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. watching that shit, and it's, there isn't, it's not even necessarily curiosity, although it might instill curiosity if you're a curious person. It's more like,
1: this is awesome. <laughs> this is <laughs> fucked. Yeah. How are you going to do this? Well, th- that's the thing. And we're going back to the whole NASA and its uh, PR ability thing. But- Wait, first circle. slow what? Whoa! <laughs> Full circle. Uh, I had Red Bull. Wow. Yes. Oh, there go. go. <laughs> the, uh, and a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I would like Red Bull and a stroke, please. Yeah. The the great dichotomy behind NASA and its PR abilities is NASA has been doing the m- literally the most dramatic thing <laughs> yeah. any human being could ever do for decades and decades and decades. And as at the same time had a complete
2: inability to communicate that drama effectively. Has totally failed for the most part of making it interesting.
1: Yes. (laughs) It's like, okay, we're going to put people on top of a giant explosive and send them into space. And we're going to do it over and over and over again. (laughs) That is inherently interesting and incredibly dramatic. And NASA somehow finds a way up until recently to make it incredibly uninteresting. Curiosity by itself and the whole sky crane landing system and everything is inherently dramatic and interesting. <laughs> and they just – they finally got the right guys to make a video that just clearly communicates how difficult and dramatic it actually is. As opposed to going, uh, you know, then the data with the – Well, then the, we deploy the crane yeah. device.
2: You yeah. Know,
1: yeah the, <laughs> we have triple redundancy with the figure. Like, yeah. No, it's – terrifying. It's legitimately <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> well, yeah. then, and all they did was finally got somebody who can edit a video yeah, together they, and go they finally got and, some and put Hans Zimmer, Zimmer music it. underneath it Yeah, they well, and, and did it right. Yeah, they
3: needed the emotion. They were focused on, I mean, you know, and, and who can blame them with what we were talking about with the budget and stuff like that. They're focused on, this is why. Yeah. This is what we're trying to do. This is what we're trying, the information we're trying to glean from this and yada yada yada, which is fine, but it's very dry. You know, if we As can find some to, spores, it yeah. be a as opposed to, you know, this is, this is the emotion, this is how exciting it is, this is how difficult it is, you know, turning it into, no one really, no one watches, you know, again, the the sports analogy, no one watches the sports ultimately for the points i mean they want someone to get more points but they watch it for the drama of watching them try to get the points right yeah. they don't care what the points are and at just the end want of the them day them you
1: have it. the news report they got the eagles score 20 points yeah. and the redskins scored 17 uh, you yeah. have that at the end of the day so at the end of the day you have yes curiosity yeah. landed that's what nasa's been selling yeah yes. <laughs> yes. yeah for by the
2: years. way we landed a problem yes. yeah uh,
1: nasa has been selling the points not the game yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly that's, that's, right. a, that's a great analogy actually that's yeah. a great way to make the distinction um
0: finally I right, had some was, help we uh <laughs> I didn't think of any of those things hopefully
1: yeah, yeah and i mean part of it is is uh, you know a certain culture is that there there is a certain culture of okay why uh why would we spend any money to do this because we have such limited funds why would we spend any money on this pr aspect we need every cent to actually build the goddamn thing um the at the the Mars viewing party the mindshare thing that i went to the the couple of the few guys that they had from JPL were from their you know they were basically the resident artists of they JBL. do they have that
2: now and yes. they had it when we went because yeah. they had they had monitors up on the observation catwalk as we were walking past Curiosity itself and they had these little graphics of the landing procedure which was kind of the, the proto version of this of, of, of that v- same yeah. video and and I was looking at those going these are really sophisticated yeah. bits of animation that i don't associate with nasa usually usually it's very dry or well, it's you not associate Mohawk, or it's not done with or it's not done by nasa at all it's done by you know abc or someone's well, doing cool yeah, animation
1: they, 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 there is there is i know specifically there's one in houston but there are at least
2: a few different production companies yeah. quote unquote well, that, that do, that's, and uh, he said at the time he said well we, we, we have like literally we have some guys in house who make yeah. these videos i was like that's new, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, that's pretty new. So, so it's then probably they were, the same guys. Yeah, but Even I mean, then they were, they were already sort of changing their, their whole thing. Like, okay, we've sort of, we've done some of these Mars probes now, we, you know, we're going to put some more showbiz into this thing yeah. and, and see. And that's really and, paying off.
1: And so as he was probably talking about this, this same yeah. guy that was there and he was, he's was like, yeah, I mean, even, you know, I've been there for a couple of years now and people, you know, I still introduce myself and as their, whatever his title is, but basically the <laughs> yeah. JPL's resident artist. He's, he's
2: the cartoonist at JPL. Yeah.
1: And, you know, some of the engineers or whoever go, wait, why are you here?
4: <laughs> yeah. And
1: so it's just, it's part of the culture, but it's, it's a culture that needs to change and hopefully mm-hmm. is changing. Um, I'm the ambassador to your money.
2: How yeah, about that? That's yeah, right.
1: I'm, and, I'm the PR team,
0: and I
2: have to say, Seven Minutes of Terror. Someone's got to sell the card too. Seven Minutes of Terror is like, as we've talked about in movies. The movie logic is educate the educate the audience. You know what what's the goal? You know how do they how do you get the princess out of the castle? Like, well, first they have to do this and this and this and this and this, and then you have to make it sound really hard. Well, Seven Minutes of Terror totally did that. Yeah to the T to the point where it it paid off. I don't paid off exactly. It was intended to do with me is I'm watching, you know, I'm watching a Twitter feed and I'm watching, you know, the, the mission control feed and the, the Mohawk dude and the, the, you know, the the hillbilly dude. And I was like, all right, we got that. that, Those are some scientists, man. I can fly. I'm a pilot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That was, that was so great to see those guys. And, and so they're announcing these things about, you know, and we have DVR Sep and everyone goes, "Yay!" And I knew what that was. Yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck, they oh, the parachute, it's time for the parachute. Oh god." And then when they uh they say "sky crane activate," and you're like, "I know I, was like, I know exactly yeah. what's happening And when right the now. sky crane, I was just like I was about to wet myself I was like, "Oh, the sky crane, that's where it's all going to go to hell. The sky crane is the part where it's all going to go kerflooey I
0: was certain that it wasn't
2: going to disconnect right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was certain too.
0: that they're going to get it down there and then the cutter isn't going to yeah, work. Yeah, and, the, and he... the thing is going to go yeah. and it's going to just Or the thing is going to
2: land on top of it. There's 10 things that can go wrong with the sky crane that's the nutty even in the seven minutes of terror video you- that's when i go what the fuck <laughs> as if this wasn't insane enough that's how it ends. Is that you know? It's like that's the third act. Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. No one's gonna buy that. <laughs> that can't possibly work. You're
0: gonna make the spaceship hover. Yeah, and you're gonna lower it down with strings. It's gonna it's
2: gonna literally repel down. Trey, they're interstellar puppeteers. R- yeah, I know exactly. And then you, have you can, c- nets. and it cuts its own strings, and then the thing has to fly away so it doesn't land on top. Don't it's, need no strings to hold me. Down. Yeah, you know, it's it's the nuttiest thing. So when we actually hit the sky crane moment, you know, and and what I was shocked by was the sky moment to touchdown was so much faster than i thought and it makes perfect yeah. sense in retrospect because yeah. you don't want that to last very long so <laughs> it's kind of like sky crane ah down done we're out of here it was literally a few seconds so the sky crane i thought would be more you know lengthy in terms of but then they just you know then then it was touchdown then they went nuts um that was just genius the way they as we said about Titanic, you know, Cameron had that whole previous process early in the movie. See, the ship did this, it tipped up, then it broke in half, it went back down. So when it's actually happening, A, you don't B, have C, to explain D. it. Yep. So it's like, oh, now I see what's going on. So that was just, that was just, that was great theater. That was the fantastic, that was engineering, engineering created great theater, which was then, which if. <laughs> If there's anything that describes exactly what I want out of the universe, it's that yeah. engineering is great theater. So to bring it back to your question, I think you know we won't know the results for quite some time. Um, this might have helped. The pay- well, the payoff of the payoff of curiosity is not just the scientific thing, but how many kids you know because because of the way it was presented and the way you know the way we, it was presented is what it is which is an amazing exciting thing to to just be aware of how many kids are you know a la your sister are now nasa nerds right. who can't wait to you know do something and get into that business and they go oh, i guess i better take those science classes now there's hope for I us hope yet so. yeah
0: anyway this wasn't really down in front no but you know <laughs> but it was fun <laughs> it's, Fuck you. You guys talking. it's still
2: cool i'm at space Hey, hey,
0: hey, hey. Still, still here. here. Anyway, still here. This, oh, that's sad. Don't do that to me. It's, it's like fair. that XKCD strip about yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh. 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 Maybe if I just <laughs> analyze this rock better, oh. they'll they'll talk to me again.
1: That is sadder than any Pixar movie I've ever seen. <laughs> like if you just made a like if that's Wally 2, it's just poor yeah. It was spirit, it's,
0: right? it's an XKCD it comic spirit, about yeah. spirit, right? Yeah. It's about the little. And the little he, he lands and he's all, he's all good to go, and yeah. he's collecting his rocks and, his and learning, and he's sending back the mission. Picked up now, that's, he's like, that's the, that's "Okay, the my mission's like. over. I'm ready to get picked oh. up. They didn't come today. Yeah, Maybe right. if I just analyze this rock better, they'll come and get me. And then he's yeah. just working. Oh, Brian's getting.
1: <laughs> I, so, I swear to God, I have a tear right now. <laughs> that actually literally happened.
0: It's a little piece, and then of metal the size of a shoe. And what really kills me is that the end of the strip is like you know day ninety one, okie dokie. and then and then like day hundred and two. No caption.
2: Yeah,
1: it's like no, no. It's a little cause, silhouette. Well, because Spirit got caught in the uh, the sand trap, and they tried. They're actually trying while we took the tour. Yeah. They were still that was trying was to really get fascinating to see, it, uh, yeah. extricated. Yeah, they had a, a whole uh, they had a, a mock up, and they had you know they had recreated the conditions in the lab as as exactly as they could to figure out a way to get Spirit out of the little sand trap that it had gotten stuck into uh so the the strip is you know day you know whatever it is like because f- the things are still good the other one is still going you know years and years after its mission is you know primary mission ended so it's like day 976 of my mission if i just do this next rock better they'll pick me up and then in the oh, last so light, sad last couple of panels it gets stuck in the sand trap and it goes oh i got stuck like can i come home now guys and it's just like this huge wide shot <laughs> guys yeah. Oh, dude! Some of you feel sorry for the rover oh, yes. That's because you're crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Remember when we were talking about fandom and this is a machine. <laughs> importing?
3: It uh, has un- no natural. feelings. This and is the not to D two. It has no
2: feelings, and the new one is much better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the new one does not have feelings, but it does feel anger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why we sent it far away.
2: It's <laughs> nuclear, and it feels anger, so we sought another planet for best for its <laughs> placing.
1: That's the other crazy thing. Sorry, <laughs> last thing, because I know we're on the thing. We're at the end. But Spirit and Opportunity were both solar power, so their tops yeah. are you know one giant solar panel, and they lose power over time because dust builds up and the solar, powers, solar panels lose efficiency, and then eventually there's just not enough power to keep it going anymore. They couldn't have put a wind blower on Curiosity? No, <laughs> no. Yeah, they what did they, better. What, what they did instead was put a fucking nuclear reactor on the thing. So it, Curiosity doesn't have to worry about that at all. Curiosity will last as long as that pile of nuclear material, and it's back. And you can, if you look at a model of it, you can see the raised section. It's kind of its ass part of it. <laughs> is uh, it's that, nuclear ass? That's that's the the power plant. That's my favorite kind of music. Uh, that will, like we were talking about with the Voyager and the Pioneer probes. That will. It's the same thing. It's an RTG. It will release a. You know, it will have a steady but small amount of power for years, possibly decades. They said. That's the actual motor on the rover will probably break long before the Mm -hmm. thing actually runs out of fuel. So Spirit and Opportunity, their primary mission was 90 days, three months. And they were built so well that the one kept going until it literally got stuck in the sand. And the other one is still going. And it landed like almost 10 years later. The The other one is still fucking going to this day.
2: What do they do with it? They're like, go look it's at still
1: that. Just still driving. Like, literally. <laughs> it's <literally,
0: laughs> like, oh like, crap. <laughs> opportunity for something else. There's a guy at
2: JPL who's writing his name on Mars' entire <laughs> tracks right now. <laughs> You'll <laughs> be able to see it in I about mean, two more years. He's writing
1: Firefly of, references on
2: <laughs> <all> the <this laughs> <years of> Mars! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Captain Matt. <laughs> with,
1: with, with, with Spirit, uh, with, with, whichever one didn't get just stuck. Just writing Shiny. They were literally like, well, we did everything that we wanted to do and then some. There's a big crater like 10 miles away. It's going to take us like 5 years to get there. Let's You try guys want to do it? <laughs> yeah. And they did. And they drove this rover miles and miles away to this huge crater. And one of the greatest pictures from Mars that we've ever gotten is this massive panorama that this rover took from the rim of this crater. It's absolutely stunning picture. Go find it. It's uh, in uh, Endurance Crater, I believe it's is the name. Endurance yeah, Crater named. Uh, panorama and it's just absolutely stunning picture. But anyway, 90 days these things were supposed to last, and they've lasted years and years and years. Curiosity is designed to last months, and it could conceivably
2: last for decades and still be going. That's cool. What? <laughs> so, so, so the good news is, as we said, humans might land on Mars, and, and Curiosity will come like rolling up going, Sup, guys? Still going. How yeah. you been?
1: Could be. Glad you yeah. could make it. There's the photo. One of the most we amazing pulled it photos up over here. of all time. It is really cool. Wow, and it's just this huge panorama. You could scroll to the right for days. And mm-hmm. there see, you're driving a thing
2: from remotely from from Earth on Mars oh, damn, to the high-res. to the edge of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a, you want to be careful about that, especially the last bit. Yeah,
1: <laughs> don't fall in. So, in, uh, endurance crater. Look up endurance crater. I just typed in endurance crater, crater
0: panorama, it's and amazing. it'll come right picture. up.
1: Anyway, that's an hour. So, thanks
0: BDA in the chat. Anyway This has been uh, Something other than Down in Front But we like space So It's been Space Nerds Space, space. Nerds In Front Back Diff In Space Actually the end In
4: Space
0: <laughs> <laughs> Always find more Websites at DowninFront.net Subscribe to us on iTunes Brand new episode every single week Twitter.com slash www.com down in front Facebook down in front Show And also down in front Show at gmail.com Go to the forum And walk us Conversation A lot of great people Go to our store Buy our shirts Give us money Holton Hill nice Brian Finneller Nice job Space Nerds This has been Down in Front Thank you very much for listening Good night Good night Go outside. Look at the door.
2: Seriously, space is cool.
4: Oh, my. <laughs> okay, well, I'll stop.
2: Here I am.